How did they choose where to put the various MRT and LRT stations? Do you know? What was the criteria for that? I, I probably wouldn't know. But speaking from an engineering perspective, there are certain models and simulations that you can actually carry out in terms of determining where exactly you can actually like situate certain MRT stations. I mean, there are uh, certain players that would like an MRT station nearby their places as well right. because it also increases the, um, for example, real estate value and everything else as well. So it's a combination of what does the simulation tells you in terms of like, are there like a good amount of people who, who's going to use the train if it's situated over there? And are there like players who would like to support this as well? I, I believe it's also really well known that some companies are willing to actually like spend money to put their MRT stations over there. That's why you can find the company's name on the MRT station. It, it creates a certain economic benefit for these types of businesses and also real estate as well. Yeah, okay. Because I was, I was always wondering that because I always take the, on the LRT, the Kalanajaya line. And so on the Kalanajaya line, we have uh, like KL Gateway. Mm. And KL Gateway is like the big development there with the shopping mall and the apartments and all that. But it is also a very in vogue thing, I guess, as well within like real estate with architecture and design to be able to say that your project or your development is a is a TOD, is a transit-oriented development. Because then I, I think you also get all sorts of um, benefits to aid a greater catchment area of people uh, to use public transport within your within your development. Yeah, and to be fair, currently like we might think it's very hot, but to be fair, a lot of this happened because of the building materials that we use. Mm -hmm. There are too much built infrastructure around us and they use a lot of concrete, which is very good at absorbing heat. So it appears so much hotter than it should have been. So if we could introduce more urban greening, you know, plant street trees and stuff, so that would greatly reduce the temperature that we feel and that would make it more walkable. Actually, I may be wrong, so don't, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure like the fact that we are actually building concrete buildings, right, the cement, industry is pretty much like environmentally detrimental as well right so like in that sense do you think like cement buildings would actually make sense in the future or is there like a another alternative to cement that's actually a very good point because I, I came across this thing like when you think about going green the first thing you need to think about is cement we need to build so many houses for so many people and I think currently there's no perfect substitute for cement yet and it's not just cement it's also the steel that we use to reinforce it so I think now people are starting to look at how to make buildings better insulated or use natural materials like incorporating timber mm. such that when you use more natural material then it's worse at absorbing heat and it could retain it. But yeah. I'm not sure about whether there's this big true technology that could outweigh cement in all possible methods. But it's not very viable for like long distance travel because, sorry, just what can I cut off? Can I have a moment? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did, I, did I accidentally put you in the spotlight or something? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode. Please give us a follow on Instagram at Cambridge Copy Town and stay tuned for our next. Oh, f <laughs> <laughs>